full of foolishness. My baby got a rambling mind. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Autoflower Show. I'm your host, Jesse B. Today, I get the privilege of chatting with my friend at the Grow Up Coach about the basics of his hive and his new LED light. I got one for myself, and I would recommend it to any small batch grower. You can find them at www.grownop.ca. Now let's hear from the man himself to find out what's really growing arms. Without further ado, I think we'll start this episode. <clears throat> and uh yeah so everybody today welcome i am here with uh, at the grow up coach and also you can find him on instagram at uh, growing.op i believe is that right man yeah well so it's growing uh n dot op yeah grow n dot op yeah uh, and that's uh and you can also find grown op dot ca uh to get your fucking sick lights yeah. Mine's mine's just about here. Now, how you doing today, bud? Pretty good about you, man. Oh, uh, you know, getting ready for work, living yeah. the dream. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm loving quarantine. I get to just stay home for now. So, I uh, man, it was like that for me, and that's what really bumped off this project. I I got a bunch of time off, and and the government was giving me money. Yeah. I had this like random budget to be able to just pull this yeah. shit off. So today we're gonna talk a little bit about basics of the lights and and like tents and and just environment what you do with your environment um so when i say basics what does that mean to you um basically man like we're allowed to grow four plants in canada right now it's the minimum i think basics is everything you need to get from seed to smoke in your own weed at the end you know what i'm saying like if you can't get four plants then you don't know the basics yeah so yeah. the basics is like your lights your tents your medium um i don't know the environment, your you gotta know your pH, your ppm, you gotta know your nutrients, all that little stuff like that, right? Like nothing too complicated, but it's just stuff that you have to know that you just you're not gonna grow a good plant if you're not doing it at the right pH and the right ppm and stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that got loud, eh? Um, definitely. I uh, <clears throat> especially when you're just like trying to get some dank. I mean, you could grow any plants outside and and it won't be. It'll just be outdoor pot, right? But if you want to get some good fucking weed, you got to know your PPMs and your pH and all that stuff that you just listed. So that was an awesome. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, sure. uh, what about what about growing cannabis gets you excited? I mean, other than just the smoke at the end, although that obviously is like the one of the bigger draws. But what gets you excited? Like every time you go into that tent, it just grows so fast. Yeah. Like every time you go in, you know what I mean? It just it doesn't look the same as it did before. Every time you go in, one leaf's a bit bigger, and then I I love how you can turn the plant. It'll literally just turn with with the light. It'll aim wherever you want. You make it dance every day, and just stuff like that. And then there's so many different ways of growing it. You can and you grow tomatoes all you want, but there's not as much of like the community around it as how to grow tomatoes and who's doing it the best and who's got you know what I mean like yeah. how to grow the best way, how to top the best time, the how to, like there's so much to know so much to do with the plant that's my favorite part of growing plants i agree man that's that's awesome um okay so i got kind of like a two-part question 
Well, first, have you ever grown commercially, or has it always been at home? It's always been at home. It's it's a dream to transfer over to commercial stuff, yeah. maybe do it myself. But even then, if I could do it for someone else, I would. But no, I've always just grown for myself at home, and that's where I focus. It's kind of the small batch thing that you talk about, right? Yeah, man, I love that. Um, so just a little – like I remember when we first linked up uh, a couple months back, you were saying that just that, like, you know, true to that. Uh, you're like, yeah, man, I fucking – I grow at home, but I would love to get into the industry, into yeah. a bigger shop, right? To be able to be, yeah. to even learn under a master grower, to become a master grower or whatever. That's yeah, okay. that's right. But that being said, man, you got years under your belt, don't you? Yeah, I've been, I started growing on 60, man. So I've been growing at home like for a couple of years under for myself. Yeah. And honestly, it's been about two years now that I've even been like, sharing with other people and just trying to teach people right yes i might not be the master grower at some big commercial place but after you know the basics it's easy to get someone else going and and teaching them the basics right like it's that but it's hard to get that good information sometimes and and it's hard to find out where to go so it's been two years now that i i do my best to just try and find as many people i can help and just try and teach them and find them like guide them in the right ways right uh being that you've only grown at home do you have like a favorite crop that sticks out in your mind oh my favorite plant so about four years ago i got a mixed pack seed of uh feminized seeds from crop king yeah crop king yeah so i started growing that and um there's one plant out of that first batch that that kind of stood out to me and i just i've been growing off of that plant just cloning and cloning and cloning off it four years now and <laughs> it's it's i i have no clue what the strain is i have no clue what it's called but it's oh it's God. been my the buds aren't massive but they're nice and white from like all the crystals and stuff they just look so nice they're not so big but they look nice and the the buzz off it is just amazing so that's been one of my favorite plants that i just keep cloning off off it and I got a cat called Cooper. He just loves that plant. He's always eating the leaves and stuff. So I've just been calling that weed Cooper OG. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool, I, man. I got a monster crop of it going on right now. And that one is probably my favorite plant so far. It just looks so fucking wicked with all the stuff coming out the bud and everything. It just, it's sick. Dude, that's mind-blowing. Four years, good for you. Good for yeah. you. Not even, like, a lot of people can't pull that off. Yeah, no doubt. You should be proud of yourself on that. All right, so let's uh, let's dive into the hive a little bit more. And uh, the most important thing I want to talk to you about, because I know your knowledge of it is thick, is lights. Yeah. So just in case we have to cut this conversation short at all, because I got to run to work, let's talk about that first. Yeah. Now, um, I before we get into like the light that we want to look at, I want to know why light is important. We've talked about it in previous episodes, but um i guess like previous unreleased episodes but uh i'd like to hear your take on it like what what the light is and why it's important for the plant what it's doing yeah for sure man like that's that's step one is lights the more lights you have the more grow you can have because if you don't like if you don't have enough light doesn't matter how you feed it doesn't matter how much water everything else you give it it can't use it it can't use the feed it can't use everything because it's it doesn't have light to do the photosynthesis it needs to do like yeah. you guys were talking about in the first couple of episodes, like what does the plant eat? Well, the plant eats the energy that it makes from the lights. It needs the nutrients and all that 
but it, it's it's eating the light like it's eating the energy it makes from that the light is is it's it's your base right you know what i mean it's the heart of your tent it's it's what's grown to the butt yeah. if, if you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah totally um, now just quickly you said add light add light or or whatever but is there a point where you can have too much light um, or like you're wasting energy i guess so yeah, like there's a, kind of a point where you're not utilizing all your light because you're not giving enough nutrients, you're not giving enough everything else that it can't keep growing. Mm-hmm. But to get to that point, we're talking about like you're stacking up the whole roof of your tent with like a couple, like just full of lights, and then the side of your tent full of lights. Like, I see, yeah. Like, like it's going to take a lot of lights before you're matching <laughs> what the sun can give outside. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But 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 yeah, there is a point where if you give the light, like you can give too much light, where it's just not using it. It's just too much. I mean, light I, think, I think you're gonna reach the point of too hot before too much light. Th- that that's the that's the thing for sure. You're gonna get too hot before you get too much light on the plant. Always. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay cool. Um now uh just one one little analogy I like I I love when I, I loved when I heard is that like if you think about it, the sunlight or the light is the food it's the apple it's the it's the actual like substance right and yeah. then and then the nutrients itself are like the proteins and and the vitamins that are within that food yeah you know what i mean so you you need you need sun you need food and and any sort of sun you can do it without nutrients it's just not going to be awesome yeah right now you add the nutrients you're adding supplements you're adding you're adding that protein they're not actually proteins, but I think yeah. I don't know the science behind it all. But anyways, it's like it's because people call watering a feed. They call it I'm feeding my plant, right? Yeah. But that's it's just slang. It's no, it definitely is just the same because yeah. if you want to get sciencey about it, the plant is eating the energy from the photosynthesis. Totally, totally. Which okay. which it it used the food from from your feeding. And the food from like the light and the water and everything else combined to do it, right? So, yeah. So it's like it's kind of a, a whole a mixture of it all, right? Like your yeah. food wouldn't be good for you if it had no nutrients in it. Yeah. So okay, cool. Now, what what kind of lights? Uh, what kind of lights for like inside your tent? What like what do you like to use? Well, definitely just like everyone is nowadays it's leds like like the hids and the hps and then like the metal halide lights like all that stuff like that's all phasing out it's too hot and it's not energy efficient for the amount of power that you're using the amount of electricity that it's costing you it's just not creating good enough light now i i'm curious because i think that the back then weed from like 1990 weed might be different a lot because of the different types of lights they're using because i don't know maybe there's some og fucking shit to the to those lights you know what i mean making the buds like have a different type of terpenes or shit that might be better or something but yeah like as far as just what's going on nowadays like it's all going to go to leds just because like you can't get like like enough energy efficiency from the from those lights right now now that being said i think that's mainly for just small batch at home Right, like commercial growers, man, they're always going to use Gavitas because they want to be able to control um, their heights and stuff like that, right? Like, I mean, even even the more expensive LED lights. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, 
I don't know. I, I think even like on the commercial side of things, it's going to start transferring more over to LED lights as the technology keeps going. You know what I mean? Because yeah. eventually, especially for them on the big scale, like the power bill is going to make a big difference. And if you can save power by going to full out LEDs and still be producing as much or more of the crop, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess unless you just find yourself a grower who's stuck in his ways, right? And that, that's the thing, though, because all the big grows right now are all run by dudes that have been doing it for how many plus years on the dark slash gray market. Yeah. They're stuck in the ways of that, but there's not much. Those ways are just like tried and true tested ways. They're not like there's no science behind it because there hasn't been research done on what's the best lights and what's the best shit for that time. You know what I mean? Like That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all still pretty new, right? So the research... It's like it's like comparing cigarettes to vaping. Yeah, that's right. Like the, like the studies are, are so new that they like every year they're gonna keep coming out with something else and saying something else until they actually know. Totally. Now, um, okay. Now I got a kind of a uh, little a question I I didn't prepare you for, but <clears throat> it's just it, it, this conversation tickled it for me. Um, what like as an at home grower, why would you grow autos? Why would you grow photos? I mean. I guess that I pretty much pretty much it's pretty obvious why you would grow an auto. It grows faster, right? Now, why would you want to grow a photo at home? So the see that's a I'm a probably a good question to ask because I'm a photo guy over yeah. an auto. I I, I don't know, know I don't know why. I I I do like autos. I I like the speed of them. I like the control of of a photo. That's part of why I like growing weed is i have control over it. i decide when it switches i decide when it start when it's big enough and veg to start flowering for me yeah like i just grew some northern lights autos and i topped them thinking i still had about two weeks before they flipped yeah but, but right no. af- right after i topped them they started flipping now yeah. it made these cool double buds all over the plant but it's still not what i was expecting to grow and like that's the one thing with with auto flowers, they're kind of unexpected because they can sometimes switch a little bit faster or a little bit slower. They all kind of do their own speed. I'm sure if you've grown more than four or five autos from seeds, you'll know at least two of them just seem like they're faster than, than the rest of them. Yeah. Because they, they, they're kind of all just on their own pace. Yeah. Me, that's why I like to grow fo- like photo periods just because I can do my – six weeks of veg that i want to do if i want to do a week of veg and then flipping it all like into flour i do like i I can control what my plant's going to look like a lot more yeah now that's really cool because like but the the thing about a photo setup is you need more than one tent really like truthfully to keep it as efficient as autos you can do it right you can have a veg tent and a bloom tent and then you can also run a fucking mum tent if you want yeah and so, like, I don't know how many you're running. You don't have to tell us. But uh, if, if you want, but, you're welcome but to. That's, that's the thing. Photo or auto there, that's that's probably the best way to do anything is to have kind of like a, at least a two-in-one and a four-by-four four or, or three-tenths for, like, one for, like, clones and small plants, one for yeah. vegging, and then one for, like, uh, flower. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's now the they, way – 
that's the way I like to split it up. I, I got four right now since I just threw up. I had an old tent with no frame. I threw it up in uh, in a closet, so I'm growing catnip right now in it. But uh, <laughs> I'm running three plants because that's that's kind of how I've been doing it. Yeah. I do I do like a tent for my clones and like mother plants and stuff like that, and just like a 24 hour day, like always light in that tent. Yeah. And then I do an 18-6 tent where I'm vegging in, and then I do another tent where I'm flowering in doing 12-12. That makes that's sense. That's interesting. Now, um, that's very – yeah, it makes total sense. It's perfect. It's 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 a, it's a perfect little environment. Like you're playing it, God in, in three keep, different ways. It's great. It just keeps the cycle going. Then like, yeah. You're constantly if, propping if, up. If not, then you end up with a tent that's got like no flowers in, and then you're – what two months four, three months away from your next batch yeah of, which is the of, same thing as an auto if you're running yeah. one tent with autos what with autos basically then I, what i would do is i would just go th- three tents and i would just do like like an auto in each tent that's like just started at different periods of time you know what i mean and then they're all yeah. finishing at different periods of time and every time one finishes you start a new one and then they kind of just all alternate if if you want to be just a, like a straight up like autoflower guy. Yeah, well now this show is called the Autoflower Show, but by no means are we autoflower uh, bias. Yeah, you know I mean, the, the co-host is cannabis, right? Cannabis, like, cannabis, exactly. Uh, the co-host here, like co-host uh, at Chronic Mess, Mess with the yeah. Three. He yeah. um he fucking he's a photo guy, just like yourself. Yeah. Now me, I'm so new that I don't care. I'm trying to to just bring knowledge to the table. But yeah. like, man, like our opening tag is, or one of the opening tags is, um, for every plant is created equal, but it's up to us, the growers, to bring out its full potential. You know, we focus on auto flowers and photo periods here. And yeah, I, I love uh, that. Yeah, man, it's all about just just finding out what's best for you and your environment, man. Asking yourselves the questions out there. You know, the audience, like the listeners, you just gotta ask yourself what suits you. <sighs> And by no means what we say is like to end all yeah. the deal. You know? Just one more thing I'd like to add to that that drives me a little bit away from auto flowers is just because they grow so much faster, they don't have as much time to recover from a mistake, especially for yes. new growers. Like uh-huh. you said, like you like you're new, so you just want to start something and stick with it till you know it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I would suggest like new growers sometimes debate at least starting with a photo just because if you're going to make a mistake yeah the auto flower if it's switching in bloom and you're making a mistake it's too late it's going in bloom and it's going to do what it's going to do yeah with the photo if you just fed it wrong you just did something wrong just keep it in veg for another two weeks let it overcome it and then fl- like you know what i mean just yeah. that type of stuff too yeah but at, also, at the though, same time they grow so much like an auto does grow faster so if you're gonna make a mistake you're catching up a lot faster because you just throw another seed and you're 60 days away from being back of where you were so yeah yeah, yeah. now like i mean for me i i'm not a new grower i'm i'm new to, to being the like head grower so to yeah say. So um, I've spent a lot of time around photo period plants <laughs> and uh, like in grows and stuff. <clears throat> so um, that's why I was so intrigued by autos. I mean, but my first plant was a photo. I just dropped out a photo. And it was one plant. I, I saw two ounces from it. Yeah, that's not, not bad. I'm not sad, man. It's the first plant I've ever grown start to finish. Yeah, that's not bad okay. at all. And it was like a clone of a clone of a clone. So, yeah. 
So for it to actually push out some numbers, I was excited, you know? And it looks good. It smells like hay because I don't know how to cure yet. But yeah. uh, I'm learning, you know? I think I left too much trim on there, and then I ran the fans on it. And I wonder if that's what I did wrong. Like in your tent? Yeah, so I hang, I uh, rack dried it in the tent, and I ran a fan blowing from under and a fan blowing from above down on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't see how that would be wrong. That's kind of what I do. I just throw it up in my tent in, in the rack, and I just, I kind of do a final trim on it right away. I kind of bring it down to where I want it to be right at the end. Yeah, I didn't have the time. I did it right before work. No, so okay. I, I looked at it, and I was like, shit, it's got it. It's got to come down. And I, I yeah. knocked her down. I should have waited four days until my day off, and then and then yeah. it would have been fine. You know, it would have been a lot easier. We ended up getting flack from the landlords and shit, and yeah, it was just a bad time. Oh, <laughs> they didn't like the smell or what? No, they freaked out. <laughs> oh yeah, even even trying to cut inside the tent still didn't help or what? Well, no, I because well, I I've only got a three by three, so oh, I had yeah, to I had to cut so it. Much. Yeah, I had to cut it down onto the plate first, and that let so much just dense thing yeah that's already too late at that point <laughs> yeah and then i hopped in and then yeah they smelt it hours later coming through the the floor because we don't even have vents man yeah sad sad but anyways um man let's get back to lights because that shit's important full of foolishness my baby got a rambling mind. Well, hey fam, I'm so pleased to officially announce that TMB Naturals is taking us on as the first show sponsor. Their enhancer is the highest performing natural CO2 generator on the market today, perfect for any indoor garden or grow room. CO2 with no added equipment that can bring 30 to 50% higher yields, so you can rest easy knowing your plants are getting exactly what they need. You can find these cats on Instagram at TMB underscore naturals or at TNBnaturals.com. I want you to tell people what they're looking for in their life. Um, so basically 10 years ago, what you were looking for is you, you would have been going in looking for an HPS or metal highlight light yeah. with, with a ballast. Um, you would have been looking for like a 3000 K spectrum for flower and then like 5,000 or 7,000 K spectrum for veg. So what does well, the K stand for? The K is kind of the, that, that's the light color that you're getting. That's, that's what like I'm okay. referring and, to. And the number just, just refers to what color it is. What's that? Is what, what does the number represent? Just the color? Yeah, that's, that's the on the scale so, sort of thing on the spectrum of, of, yeah, of yeah. Calvin. Okay. Cool. So, so, and then when LEDs came along, then they started going out with full spectrum lights. Um, so then they were throwing every color that they could throw on the light, which then turned out to be a purple color light. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were throwing like these little red lights, like 660 NM and then like different colors, like all kinds of like, it just wasn't the right spectrum for grown like weed, all those purple lights. Yeah. But now what we're starting to see is that the lights are coming out at the right spectrum. Like, like they're all – so what you're going to want is either like a 3,000K spectrum light for yeah. your flower or you want like a 3,500K if you want to buy like an average light that will do like the full grow. Or you want to buy a 5,000K light if you're just buying a vegging light, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so it's, it's, it's like, my, like, like my lights – 
like I grown up like our GNOP lights and our GFC like those are fan lights it's the same as like your like purple lights that you got right now they're kind of like in a fan housing yeah. instead of a quantum board so we got those two but anyway they're all 3500k lights that way like they they do from like seedling to harvest like they yeah. they're the perfect spectrum like the spectrum is split down perfectly for all the stages of growth okay if that kind of makes sense yeah now i the cool part about these lights that you offer is they have a dial on them man like so i can i can pump down the energy that i'm sending the wattage yeah. or whatever it's for yeah. my seedlings like I, i'm not just gonna melt them yeah so on our quantum oh, boards so they're they're like we got we have a mean well driver on there that's what's the powerhouse for the light because on a quantum board you basically just have the leds like on the board and then yeah. there's no power, no nothing. And then you have like the power hookup from your driver to that board. So on our driver, we have that that dimmer, and it's it's nice to have because if you want to just run 50% power while you're vegging because they don't need as much, you do that, right? And then you just kick it back up to 100%. Yeah. yeah. And then we even have it goes up to 120%, which you can kick the light up a little higher than what it's meant to run at, and then you can <laughs> run it for that last little bit of flower or something. If you, yeah, your last two weeks like, you bump it up an extra 20% while you're yeah, flushing. That's right. You, you know, you got your TMV Naturals bottle in there. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Dude, right. that's awesome. That sounds fresh. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is like, yeah, that's what you're looking for in an LED light. If you want, if you want something that you can run full time, yeah, from so you, start to finish. Now, okay, wait. One thing that's super important that I don't understand is how to uh, find a light for the size of room you're using. So every light that you're ever gonna like look at, like in the first thing in the description should tell you what the coverage area is, because every light's kind of set up differently with the spacing of the leds on the board and everything like that and how yeah. wide the board is and how much power it's doing and then what size of chips you got and all that stuff is going to depend on how much your light actually outputs so every light kind of has different like coverage area so you just got to look at the light on the information it should tell you what the light's good for totally so yeah. usually usually they have like a, a a vegging area coverage and then a flower area coverage for which totally and, they, and they'll have like the distance that you put between yeah the like how stuff. far you should be away for different stages of the light for now just, just light for, for somebody like me which I, I don't know if i'm like a special breed but i do i kind of think that cannabis growing brings out a lot of people like this i hate to read i fucking <laughs> yeah. hate it i hate it man so so when i get when i'm on amazon and i'm looking for new shit like lights especially yeah i i get lost in a sea of information yeah, it's just too right. much, and then you kind of got to get a notepad out to compare all the numbers and everything. And yeah. then one one brand offers numbers in one way, and then the other brand offers numbers in another way. And another and like, way. I don't even know how to compare this shit. Exactly, man. So yeah. I I just like if it's at all possible for you to make it easier for our listeners, I guess the easiest way would be just to go to grownop.ca and buy yourself a fucking light. That that's that's kind of what we're on a mission to do, right? Yeah, At growing up is to make it simple because just like what I'm doing with growing up is I'm trying to teach that there's a lot of easy information out there that's not very hard to acquire and understand and share, but it's hard to find it and know where to get it. You gotta read for hours and hours and then compare all the different so I'm just trying to make it easy to get that knowledge. But I'm also trying to make it easy to get the products with growing up. That's what we're doing there. 
Mm-hmm. You want to make it easy to know where to get a tent, where to get a light, what light does what, what area it covers, what like tent should get what light, what so, filter goes with what tent. You, like that's all stuff that you shouldn't have to sit there and read for five hours what size of filter you need for your tent. Not but, when not how, when 100,000 people how, have done it. How many dudes out there, if I'm like, dude, I have a 4x4 four four tent. Uh, do I need a 4-inch or 6-inch filter? They're like, I don't know the difference, man. I, I'd probably go for a 6. Yeah, but you know no, what I mean? Like, they don't know. Yeah, you need the four, right? Yeah. Like, the four, if I put a six-inch in there, it wouldn't fit. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get, yeah, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it, it's just it's just a little, like, honestly, on, on that one, that's just a stupid question because it don't matter. That's just kind of preference. Depends how strong the smell is and stuff like that. But Sure, like, but, man, like I, a six-inch can would take up a lot more room in there for me. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm running on almost all my tents. I got a big old six inch can and fan oh, really? set up. But you yeah. probably got bigger tents than me. No, What's man. that? I don't know. Anyways, I'm only running a four myself. But I got it from a homie, and it was like I bought that and the fan for seventy five bucks. Oh fuck yeah, that's yeah, not bad. So, and it's all Vivo Sun shit. So yeah, because that, that 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 stuff is is crazy expensive too. If you look like online, I I've been surprised the prices just keep going up and up on, on stuff like that too, eh? Wow, it's wild. It's and like two hundred bucks. It's like two hundred Canadian at least minimum for a fan and a filter. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> you know, like it comes with the ducks, and you're like, cool, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it comes with the clips, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, um. Now, I, like we still got, we still got 20 minutes or so. If you want to tell us how, like, you set up your tent, that'd be dope. Yeah, man. So basically, my tent, I set it up for like it. It always depends for the equipment I got, because over the years, like, I kind of have just a, a stack of all kinds of old like purple lights and all kinds of different lights, but. I'm never going to throw them away. They're not as good as some of the new lights. Like I'm saying, like you, like if you're buying a light, you want a 3,500K spectrum light. You'd be looking at a, probably a quantum board. You want probably like a 240 watt if you look for a 4x4 four four tent type stuff. But all these other lights that I have, I'm not going to throw them out, right? So yeah. when I'm so I'm keeping them from, for some of my old tents. So when I'm setting up a tent, the first thing I do is I figure out what lights are going to go in, right? Yeah. What lights am I going to throw up? Where am I going to throw them up? And then I figure out my filter and stuff. So I like this just filters always on top. I like to kind of just either tuck it into the back or, or tuck it into the side of the tent and shoot yeah. the fil- shoot the air out of it. Yeah. Um, uh, I always like to put the filter inside instead of like outside of it. Like some do people you have do. The, suck do you out. have the fan in the tent as well? Yeah, I have everything in the tent, like just kind of pushing out instead of out like sucking. <laughs> yeah, so I've got, I've got my, my can. And then ducting my fan and then out the top of the tent. Yeah, no, I have my can straight up onto my fan and then I have ducting straight from there going out the top of it. Yeah, I just didn't have a, a, a good enough something to seal the, the ducting and the fan together. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So I yeah. just put or the fan and the and the can together. So I just put some ducting between it and yeah. and use some some sealing some tape. Yeah. Reflecting tape. That's the way I like to do it for that. And I know some like the other way you just throw the, the, the can outside with the fan sitting on top and just suck the air out from the top. But I don't know. I like seeing it inside. I think it looks neat and saves some space that way. It's just not so gaudy outside. That's what I like. Like, yeah, it's, currently I'm in my this is my living room. And yeah, that's like you fan. don't want you don't want. The fan, yeah, you don't want the fan <laughs> sitting outside. there. No. And usually I've got something like down on it like this. Right. 
Yeah. You yeah. Know? You just have a like, tent in there. Yeah. Like it's just just for optics, I guess. Um, okay. So now, so do you start? You said you start with your lights, but you start by deciding what lights you're gonna use, and then what do you start? You start doing start by putting in your your filter. I, I put my grow tent up, and then right away I'll throw the filter into the back or the side. and like then the I, heaviest shit, and you don't yeah, want to draw that's that that's the line. heaviest stuff, and you don't want to be dealing with the lights in the way and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you want the most room to move. Yeah, that, that that's the most awkward one to throw up usually is the filter, especially if you got that six-inch one with the can. And like I said, I put the can right on it. So I got both the pieces to throw up into the straps. So yeah, yeah, just boom. Okay. Now, yeah, so um, I'll throw that up first, and then after that, I'll, I'll get onto my lights. So I got a couple, like, let's say, like, I'll be using my, my couple thousand watt, like, purple lights that are actually only 110 watts. Um, so I'll throw, like, two or three of those, and I kind of just, like, sit them so they sit nice, nice and square and just give lighting all over the tent. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of put them uniformly so Definitely. it looks nice and clean up there. And then after that, man, I, I throw, usually, I like to throw, like, a, a fan, like, onto onto the frame of like the tent yeah one of the either have, like even if i don't have like the clip style ones i'll just straight up just zip tie a fan right to the corner nice onto the frame and yeah. i like to i like to put one at the height of the lights because even like even the leds like they got like a little bit of uh like the little fans on them but i like to put the fan on there just so that it helps move that heat away from the lights just because with with lights like they'll last so much longer if you take the heat away from them okay so that's that's the main thing i do is i put a fan always at the height of the, like the the lights because like like the old school lights like the the hids and stuff like that they're usually inside of a cool tube or inside of like a, a, a setup that's as high as the filter kind of sucking the heat out leds totally. are a lot lower a lot closer down so i like to put a their height helping to push that air and you'll, you'll gradually move it up as you raise the as you raise the lights you'll move up the fan with it yeah that's right like i'll just kind of keep a fan at the same level as the lights Fucking awesome. and, then, and then i set up another fan at the same level as the top of my canopy and i just kind of keep it with there and honestly just with those two fans like because even the light fan it still creates enough circulation to move the, like the plants at the bottom a bit so yeah with the with the two fans usually i sit them both like in an opposite corner one yeah. at the canopy level, one at the light level, and it just kind of creates turbulence in there and just. And and do you have them oscillate, around. if you can? Like if you have well, oscillating yeah, ones. If, if I have an oscillating one, then I will. If if yeah. it doesn't oscillate, then like I, said, I put them both. I put them both like in opposite corners onto the frame, and they kind of just both point in the middle, and it creates like a circle type thing. Yeah. That's right. It creates a draft, and it just kind of moves everything around, yeah. and then cool. the filters on top sucking everything from the bottom, like. Intake now, up to the top, so it kind of just moves the air around like pretty good. Yeah, and then you've got your cans sucking up shit upwards too. So yeah, that's, that's it's all it's all working in symbiosis, which is really nice. Um, yeah. Now uh, I'm starting to well, actually, what what do you do next? Um. So then the next, I'll, I just make sure my tent is as clean as possible. Always like clean it down and just wipe everything down, right? And then right away, I'll just fucking throw my plants in there and then start growing. One thing, I, like I heard you guys talking about the, the the lights the other day too. Um, like the switches, I just go straight for both. The, like if you have veg and bloom switch on there, I just go straight for both of them on. Always. I well. Like, like the thing is, is like they're saying, like you want the right spectrum for your plants and stuff like that to like grow properly. You don't want to confuse. But like, man, 
if you're already growing with a verbal light, you're already growing with the wrong spectrum. Just throw all the light on there. The more light you got, the better. The better it's gonna grow. You might as well throw it on. You're already at the wrong at the wrong spectrum. So. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so now I'm wondering because I'm starting to notice that I don't really need a humidifier in there. Yeah, it depends where you live, man. Some people need a humidifier. Some people don't. Some people yeah. need a humidifier. Honestly, like a, a lot of people that have started growing, they see others having a humidifier in there, and they just go straight to getting one because they think they need one. Yeah. But if it's humid where you're at, you don't need it. Dude, I, I'm my my living room right now is at 68%. Yeah. yeah. Like if, your living, if your living room is that humid, I, w- I would definitely not have a humidifier in the tent. See, like yeah. me where I'm at, I'm, I'm in the prairies in Canada, so like my humidity in my room is 30% on a good Ooh. day. <laughs> so you need one. So yeah, so I, I have a humidifier. I usually sit a humidifier in the tent, yeah. and then I'll sit just because I like because the rest of like the air is really dry around here. If I have a room that's at sixty percent humidity, you walk in there, you feel like the room is like rotting apart just because it's so humid in there compared to like the contract. So I usually set up a humidifier inside the tent, and then I'll have a humidifier sitting right at like where the 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 outtake goes yeah. on to so yeah. that way it kind of keeps the room itself at like 40 50 percent nice. but then i could still have my tent at like 60 65 percent that i like to keep it at that's great now <coughs> um, i've had a bitch of a time cooling my tent down like an ac unit yeah uh, i made one and it was like it was working but it was a fucking nightmare i had to deal with it every day yeah and now I just I gave up because that's one thing that I like about autos is they're less tempered about the, the temperature. Like yeah. Less, you know, so but like, yeah, man, I had I had I bought a duct booster fan. So like a little four inch duct booster fan. And OK, I, yeah. I took some ducting and I attached it to it and then I, I cut a hole in a tote. And I ran yeah, that those things are pretty ghetto. Yeah. And, and I ran a fucking ducting ducting into this tote. And then I froze a two liter or a four liter of water every night. And I just had two of them on rotation. So when I'd wake up in the morning, six o'clock, the light would come on. I'd wake up. I'd put a fucking new frozen two liter or four liter in there. Yeah, that that's a lot of work just to keep the heat down. So oh, how, how hot does it get? So it was getting so hot because I had three lights in there. Three. Yeah, but okay. So basically with like every tent, the, the way that I'm going to like, I've heard it described in the way I, I describe it is, you have the tent and then you have your lung room, right? Like the, the room that your tent is sitting in is kind of the lung room for your tent. How yeah. hot does it get in your lung room? Like it like no more than tent, 20, how hot man. does it get in? No more than Only 20. about twenty? Yeah, twenty one, man. Right now and, it's twenty one. And then how hot does it get in your tent? Oh man, it's it's skied up to fucking thirty. Easy. Yeah, so so then at that point that a hundred percent is just because you have those three like cheap like LED lights yeah. sitting at the top. Right? Yeah. So now I've cut it out to now I have one like so, it's not cheap. It's a it's an American made one. Yeah. Uh, and I rock it and just it and it seems to be doing just fine right now. My tent's at twenty four point nine. I'm not. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not doing anything to to cool it down. So, so, you, so you know the only I mean? thing like you can do in that situation is either get a different light get less light up there so to reduce the heat or you gotta put more ventilation in this is because especially because you like your lung room is already at a, at a good temperature you're not gonna you're not gonna put an ac and run your outside room at like 
14 degrees all summer just so that your your tent can be 20 inside. Yeah. So the only sure. thing you can do at that point is just straight up more ventilation. You got to suck more air out of it. So like so like your 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 filter or like you might just have to go from a, a four inch to a six inch just to push more air out. You know what I mean? Like or, or I could that turn type this. of thing or more fans more fans pushing like air up like just sitting more fans at the bottom up yeah. towards the lights pointing up that yeah. like pushing that heat to your filter. That's kind of just the one thing that you're gonna be able to do there. Now I could also just take this this one fan and turn it around. Yeah. Right and just yeah. blow it around. Any fans, like any air, like like it's it's honestly like that. That's the answer is ventilation. You gotta suck more air out. Cool, man. So I don't know personally. I've searched for other podcasts, other places to find an audio or audio clip or a video of like exactly how to fucking set up your tent. So thank you so much, man. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, and and honestly, that might be something we we could look into is just doing something, just a, a quick little tidbit of just how to set up your tent. But man, you yeah. just gave it to us like that was that was great. And uh, oh, always glad to help, man. That's that's what I'm about. Yeah, dude, that gets me really excited to uh, get this episode done. And I might even uh, I might even release it early. Who knows? Yeah, that would be kind of dope. Cause I, it's a super like, man, that was the hardest part for me. I can't tell you how many times I fucking set my tent up wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And also one thing I, I learned the hard way was using a heater. Don't fucking do it. A heater. Yeah. I used a heater for the nighttime. Cause I was, I didn't know any better. Oh, yeah. Unless you live somewhere cold and it's the winter and it's just real chilly in there. Like yeah. a lot of don't. people, like I say, it's the same as the humidifier. They see, they see other Yep. People in their tents having a humidifier and a, and a heater, so they just they go on Amazon, they buy the tent, they buy the light, they buy the humidifier and the heater, and throw it all in there. Yeah, but man. if if where you live, if your lung room is already at the good temperatures, then you don't need anything else to to fix that, right? Like yeah, you just need to open, use the holes that are already in the tent. Pe- and, people and need just like that's one thing I I say because I, I I'm writing a grow guide on on growing up actually for for the grow up coach and like my first my first entry is um how to start like how to start your first grow and the first like one thing I'm talking about is people gotta stop just sitting there trying to figure out like how to do it because the people sit there on YouTube and YouTube and YouTube how to do it and yeah. then they then then they get all this stuff it's not the right stuff and they try and grow but start now. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Start now. Just throw some plants in there. Throw a thermostat in there. See what it's like. Don't go buy the heat and the humidifier until you start and, and actually see. Too yeah. many people, they want to wait till they have the setup, they have the knowledge, and they have all that to do it. Well, the knowledge needs to be on your own setup, on your own plants. So yeah. you need to just start now, throw some seeds in some dirt, and start growing it, and then find out what your humidity is before you get a because maybe you need a humidifier or you need a dehumidifier you know what i mean like you don't know yet so stop trying to figure out the knowledge and just start now and get it yeah man i did all of that (laughs) that's super funny like i i bought two different dehumidifiers which just are fucked and i bought a humidifier which i mean i used and it was good and now i'm realizing i don't need it when i because i've taken it out yeah, and, and it's at 65.5 right now, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so. and I haven't watered in two days. So it's like, 
but like it's all right. It's when I water, it's even up to closer to seventy, right? Like, yeah. I and and the 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 can itself acts as a dehumidifier, sucking all the air out of there and blowing it out at max. It it it, it dehumidifies it enough. It's not gonna go up super high, right? Because if it wasn't, if there was no airflow, it would just be super humid in there. Probably get condensation on the wall. Yeah, no, you you need the airflow. Like sometimes, like like I have one tent that's been moved recently into my bedroom, and like now I at night I've tried a couple times slowing down, like kind of the airflow, so I can close the vents at the bottom just for light. Yeah. And oh, like you get in there in the morning, man, it feels like you're in a tropical jungle, <laughs> just so. Yeah just gets so humid so quick like you got to keep that ventilation going you got to keep air coming in air coming out all the time yeah man that's yeah so key and you did such a great job of, of doing that describing everything so simple simply simply i don't know if that's a word even you simplified it all for everybody and i really appreciate that um, yeah that's right no reason to complicate stuff yeah now um we're running we're running our time out here now, so I'm wondering if you have any last things you want to say to anybody or everybody. Uh, if you have any shout-outs you want to do, anything like that. No, no. I'd just like to say uh, thank you for having me on and uh, go check out Growing Up. I'm super stoked that uh, you're getting your light soon. I can't wait to see you throw that up and see what you do with that. Yeah, man, it's um, good. Yeah, and uh, since we touched about lawn lights today mostly, I think uh, – my last closing statements are probably just like, yeah, if you're buying a light right now, stay away from Burple LED lights. Find yourself a nice quantum board, um, something in the 3500K spectrum, a nice white light, something like that. Um, if you got a 4x4 tent, that suggests at least at least like a 240 watt in your tent or something like that. Yeah. But if you get like a nice 480 or 320 or something like that, that works too. But yeah, check check out Grown Up. We got good lights. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. I can't wait for it to arrive. Hopefully, it'll be here this week. But honestly, I, uh, <clears throat> I it's going over top of a pretty matured plant anyway, so I yep. really won't get my my full knowledge on it until I pop my new seeds. But yep. that being said, I'm still excited. I'm so excited. Everybody's been super, super supportive of this project, yourself included, since day one. You were the first stranger I talked to about this project. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, yeah, man, I will never forget your your uh, your place here, man. It's been it's been wonderful getting to know you and and uh, put a face to the name. It's super rad. And yeah. um, man, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, this has been great. I hope we get to do it again. For put sure. Out a couple more episodes. I'd like to do one with you, myself, and Chronic. Yeah, I think I think that yeah. a three-way would be really awesome. Right now, he's just at work, so he he couldn't make it. But on a, on a Sunday or a Monday would be best for us to be a Monday. I think would be best for all three of us to to link up. But we'll we'll start that out one day. Yeah, um, for sure. Day soon. And now, with all of that being said, I'm your host Jesse B. Always baked, never broken. Well, that's all that's growing arms for today, folks. First, I'd like to thank my team for being the undyingly supportive worker bees that they are. Secondly, my sponsors, for they bring more to the community and journey than I could ever have dreamed. Last, and as they say, certainly not least, our biggest buzz and gratitude goes out to you, our listeners. For without you, none of this would be possible. If you like our content, you've learned something new, 
or we simply make you smile. You can subscribe to the Autoflower Show's Patreon and we can sail these cannabis seas together. To stay completely in the loop, join us at theautoflowershow.com, at The Autoflower Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and on all major streaming platforms. Until next time, I'm your host, Jesse B. Always baked, never burnt. Tell me what have you done?